nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeoleptic comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed. What do you think of first impression of that each one? Not bad. I mean, a magician with no tricks. Yeah. Sorry, Admiral Beveridge. You're like, I want the high noon. I'm like, well, he's truly vodka seltzers. It would be nice to be like actually sponsored so I could actually do that. Be like, oh, today's brought to you by Truly Vodka Soda. Vodka Seltzer. And then you do like the cracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The trademark uh, crackle open of the of the beer. Oh my gosh, dude. Um, Fuck, there was something I was going to ask you right off the bat. I think I I think I messed it up by asking you about the peach seltzer. That was dumb on my part. Yeah, that's awkward. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's awkward. Like, feel free to talk whenever you want to during this podcast. <laughs> At some point, you got to say something. No, I'm being interviewed, so you have to ask me <laughs> All the interview <laughs> questions. Tell me about yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, interview question went wrong, huh? Ams, bananas. Ams, bananas. How long have you been in Phoenix, then? Two and a half years. I'm trying to remember the last time you were on the podcast. I think it was like, like two years. Two years ago. Yeah. Like almost to the date now that I think of it. Yeah. Like like, uh, like a month maybe off. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were here in April. Yeah. April of that year. That was um, that was before you were here like when I had like the headsets. Yeah. Yeah. Now and like now I have legit equipment and stuff that I I need to use more often. I need to do more podcasts. But like I, it's, I took like a three month like period off of it really and not by design it just did and i was like oh shit like i should probably do another episode i know these are really fancy yeah they're nice it like it it just makes it easier so you don't feel like super connected like you have the headphones but the the headsets just felt like like invasive which is weird because like this doesn't feel even though this is way more equipment it doesn't feel like as like on top of you you know what i mean yeah i feel like this is like how radios used to be this definitely is mm, for, <laughs> like, sure. for sure for sure you it don't is, know what the radio is you don't even know what the radio that's is like when you go 102.9 fm dude it's so funny you say that because that's <laughs> that was our home station was 102.9 yeah. the, those jingles still like sit start 102.9 like that like sticks in my head rent free mm-hmm. that um what was it like 99.3 the dog like that was the one i remember too I like the know. hard rock or 96.9 hard rock i remember um, that one that was pretty good yeah and then there like 94.9 was like the beaver like if 102.9 was a plus 94.9 was like the b version of 102.9 like if 102.9 yeah. was like on a commercial 94. You go over 9, there. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you had the People don't realize that either. I don't. Need, I don't have that in my car. Do you like the the radio settings? Oh yeah, and I like. So the other day, um, I left my phone on my lunch break in the school, and I was like, oh, like I guess I'll just like not have it. I'll, and I'll so listen I'm to all, the radio. <laughs> I was, and then I was like, <laughs> like trying to find channels, and then I was like, mm, I guess I should set this so I'm not like clicking through. <laughs> and it do the seek. You remember the seek no, function? I didn't learn that you could do that for the radio in my car. Until like, like two years ago, like when I first moved to Phoenix, Celeste. How long have you had that car? Since 18. So five years, but 
for three whole years you didn't know how to do it <laughs> yeah and like so celeste like seeked her radio one time and i was like oh that's so cool like i wish i had that i was like i just have to like turn just the knob flipping through the channel no i literally just turn the knob and i'm like it's all and i'm like oh next one next one and yeah i learned that you can seek so that's pretty cool She's if like, you don't know that test it out on your car may sorry may 7th 2021 that was almost two years ago to the date that's insane two years and three weeks couple weeks yeah the uh but yeah like the seek function like when you find that out that's a game changer you're like oh i don't have to flip through each one of these like i don't have to listen to static like this is great i just learned it too do you have a cd player in your car i do i don't have one in mine uh in the company vehicle um it's it's just i do have radio but it's like a touchscreen too so it's like i i never listen to the radio yeah i don't have the touch touch screen function no well you're not as cool no Mm -mm. i'm I'm like back in the day yeah you're like mine's old school "Mm -hmm." what is yours 2015 2016 2016 the uh that's the other thing is someone said something about like did you see that commercial i was like no and they're like well it's on tv they're like do you like someone from uh red bull was like do you watch tv and i was like no and they're like what do you mean and i'm like what do you what do you mean like they're like oh you don't like have like direct tv i was like no and they're like well how do you watch shows i was like it, like i have youtube tv but that's yeah. i do that just for sports like i don't i don't watch television no i don't either and even like I feel like this year for the Super Bowl was like the first year where I was like, I'm actually watching this for the game and not the commercials. Yeah. Like, I feel like the commercials have gotten just kind of lame yeah. as of like the last few years. I remember like that was the big part of it. I, I think 20, <laughs> what was it? 2013 um, when the Seahawks beat the Broncos. Like that year, the Super Bowl sucked all the way around. I thought the commercial sucked. I thought it was bad humor. I thought the just everything about it. Like ever since then, I don't think the commercials have been like fantastic no i think they tried too hard because it's so expensive and they're like oh i gotta like really be the best commercial and it's like it's almost like you just have to have a commercial you know what i mean like it's it's not even that like you put out the best one or you even put out something good it's like you just have to put something out because so many people watch the super bowl like it is easy advertising yeah oh yeah easy but not cheap (laughs) like so many people watch i remember the like there was staples to the Super Bowl commercials like you were gonna have the Clydesdale for Budweiser like they were gonna have those horses like that was a staple Doritos was gonna do something stupid but funny like there were staple there still are but the other thing that really bothers me I don't know about you but it really bothers me that they release the commercials before the Super Bowl oh they put them on YouTube yeah see I don't know that I'm I'm a big YouTuber but you are a big YouTuber you're like I love I love me some YouTube shorts. That's the wildest thing is like for anyone listening, Amber would be like, I was watching this YouTube short and did you see this? I'm like, yeah, I saw it on TikTok three months ago. <laughs> like, I know I sent you a short the other day and you're like, oh, I laughed at that like two months ago. Yeah, I'm like, I'm the, all of these are so old. It's almost, almost as bad as uh, Facebook, like Facebook Reels. It's so funny if I get one from like Aunt Kelly or like mom or something and it's like, oh, it's a real... And they like sent it to me. I'm like, yeah, I again, I laughed at that three months ago on TikTok. Like, get with the times. Yeah. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't know. You're not on any social media. Just the shorts. Just the shorts. Just to watch. I don't make my own shorts. Yeah. You're not as cool to make them. No. The, uh, you have Snapchat though. Mm-hmm. Like, 
do you like actually delete your Instagram account? Um, like if I logged into it, I could be on it because it's just inactivated. But like you can't. I think that's right. Inactivated. Inactive. Or inactive. like deactivated. De- oh yeah. Well, inactivated. <laughs> like that doesn't sound right. Preschool teacher here. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's that's like second grade language. That's a, that's a complex word. Um, no, it's deactivated. Um, yeah, so you can't find me on there. Ams Yams is not on there, y'all. Yeah. You're like, that's my handle, but you're not going to find me. <laughs> Off the grid. Yeah. What made you decide to, like, get rid of social media? Um, I feel like I was spending too much time on it, and then it's so easy. It's easy to say, like, oh, I don't compare my like myself or my life to other people. Mm-hmm. But, like, in reality, like, that's all I was doing, and it's just, like, not... Like, I don't feel like I was, like, making myself happy and being, like, I don't know, positive, like, for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I was like, no. And honestly, it's been over a year now, and I have... I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Wow. Um, No interest in getting it back. Yeah. Like, my... And my Facebook's still out there. Like, you can search me at. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I don't know what's going on on my Facebook um, page, because I've not been on it in a year. So... And you don't like, um, yeah, you don't have anything but Snapchat. Yeah. It's kind of nice. But I'd say get rid of it and just kind of let it sit and let it be. Yeah. Do you like find yourself doing other stuff and like actually interested in creating other stuff or like reading stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Like when I first deactivated Instagram and like not on Facebook, like I read so many books. Um, Like I spend more time like I feel like just being in the now present present yeah like especially (laughs) but it's so sad like nobody is like Mm -hmm. if i go out and like have drinks with people or dinner like you everyone's on their phones and i'm like sick like i'm just sitting here it's it's so sad and people are like oh yeah i really try not to be on my phones but i'm like no like you are yeah you don't like put like or other people don't really put parameters on themselves to like not be on there it's like you can you can say it all you want of like yeah, like, I, I don't get on that much, or, like, I try not to, or whatever. Like, the sad part is, is that, like, on a Sunday, like, we were talking about Sundays yesterday, and, like, how Sunday scaries are a real thing, but, like, legit, if I don't have anything planned, I like to just rest all day Sunday, like, do nothing. I will spend four to five hours on TikTok, just scrolling, just... See, and that's, like... It's bad. So sad. But and, like, you know, there's you information that you can get from it. Like, yeah. I get that. There's a good information from it, but also it's like, how much does the sitting. bad outweigh the good? Yeah. You're just sitting with that screen in front of you and I a hundred percent the, but you know me, like we go like out to eat or if like getting drinks and stuff, like I'm not on my phone. Like, no, you don't think so? I mean, yesterday at the beer fest, you were like sitting on your phone and we we're just sitting at the table. I was also fucked up. We also <laughs> like, it was one of those things too. There was like, li- I'm not huge on live music. Like, <sighs> I'm a big live musicer. See, like that, it, it's weird because it was so loud, like you couldn't talk to everyone. So but I felt. Was, oh, sorry. Go ahead. That wasn't live music. Oh, or the DJ or whatever. Yeah. Loud music. Sorry. My point being <laughs> is that still, like, we couldn't talk to each other. Every time we would try to say something, everyone would be like, what? Like, mm-hmm. that also sucks. So I was like, I, I secluded myself then. But, like, if, I mean, this morning while we were at, uh, breakfast like the only time i was on my phone was to try to find a picture that i never found <laughs> but like i'm comfortable not being on my phone you know yeah. what i mean and when just, like that's good it's like knowing that balance mm-hmm. 
Like, I am, a, like, low-key a hater of social media, but, like, I also see that it can be good, and the people who balance it out well, like, then that's great, but I just don't think, like, I don't know. I just didn't feel like I needed it, and now I just don't want it. Yeah. The, have you heard of the light phone? Mm-mm. It's like, um... No, because I'm not on social media. No, I know. Um, but, like, I also never saw it on social media. The first person I saw it from was, uh, Mike LaRossi. And he actually had it, and now he's a realtor, so he's all over social media. But he uh, he had that phone, and we talked about it on the pod when he came on. Um, and it's like, you remember like Kindles back in the day that it was just like, there was no backlight, so you had to have, be like, you had to have good lighting to actually read off the Kindle. Mm-hmm. It, I, it's, um, it's like Easy Ink is like what it's called. Like, so like you can't read it at night. So that's, that's the first part of the phone is it's just black and white text. You can use your phone. You can text. Um, I'm trying to think of, you can listen to music. There's podcasts. Um, and that's it. Like uh, that's the functions on it. Like you can't be on social media, anything like that. So like people will switch over to that for like a month and like write reviews there's one guy I watch. I'll, I'll send you the link of it on YouTube, but he, um, he, he like has it for two years now and he switched out everything in his life, like to be like that. So even his computer is like that easy ink where it's just like black on like white or whatever. And so he has to have light. So if it's at night, he can't use his phone. Like he can't be laying in bed, lights off and like texting on his phone. Which is so good. Yeah. I went for a while. Like, um, it's also like the size of a credit card, I think. Sorry. Really? Yeah. It's a small just phone. to look at it. Yeah. I went like a month without, um, or like for a while there, I was trying to do like where you um, put the phone in like an opposite room mm-hmm. um, and like not have it in your bedroom when you're going to bed. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like way better for you just because you're not sitting on it at night with the light and then you're waking up naturally and not having it like laying in bed. Snooze and like. Yeah. Because that's what makes you more tired is you're just laying in bed on your phone or you're snoozing. Yeah. The, the black light, that's what he was talking about. It's like, cause you know, he, he uses phone so constantly and, and or, I mean, we all do, right. We use our phones. We're staring at computer screens and stuff. And that black light is really nice and it's, you know, easy to, to watch and stuff. But he noticed after he moved to like the light phone where it has that black ink, like background, um, I, I'm, I'm explaining it improperly. There's a different word for it, but, um, he noticed that like when he was on his computer for work, he was getting massive headaches Mm because he's not used to it. So then he switched to the black ink, like for his computer screen and everything, which I'm like, that's insane. And then like he said that because he makes YouTube videos, he has to go back to the normal screen to do that. But I'm like, fuck dude, that would be, that would be rough to just like, because I mean, I don't know if you remember that, but like being younger and like watching a movie late at night, you'd like rub your eyes because like my fucking eyes hurt. I, I remember playing video games with like friends you play video games, you're like, fuck, dude. Like, it's so much on my eyes. And, like, now, like, I don't, I haven't had that in forever. Cause, like, I'm constantly using screens all the time. Yeah. Which is, I don't know. You're just better than Not everyone. Great. Just like, <laughs> no. Like, don't mind me. I'm just better than everyone here. No. I just feel like it's like, I've tried to make those changes because it is supposed to be better for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, it's so much easier said than done. Like, oh, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, I 
have my phone next to me when I go to bed now. Again, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, but I, I still sleep with it next When I was to me. in my studio, I was doing it more. <laughs> it was in my living room and I was sleeping my in my bedroom. <laughs> it's all the same fucking room. <laughs> You're like, the couch is literally like two inches from my bed. Oh, yeah. You're like, But I did have to get up. I had to get up and go to the other side of that room. <laughs> I had to go to the whole other side of my apartment to get it. It's probably it's probably way more difficult now that you have a roommate too to like try to like leave it in another room. Like you'd probably wake her up in the process too. Uh, Huxley's louder. Yeah. Um, but I've like left it in my bathroom. But I also like have gotten a real alarm clock. Hold on, mom. Mom's popping on the pod. No. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Uh, Amory and I are doing a podcast right now. You're you're on escaping tyranny. Can you can you hear her through the headphones? Yeah. Okay. I'm like I don't I don't know you're so close in proximity I don't know if I can hear you through the headphones or not. Oh. What? Well, uh, I don't want to interrupt or just see what you're doing. But yeah. you do. But. <laughs> <laughs> like no, but you do want to interrupt a little bit. The. Uh, I do. What are you uh What are you up to today? Uh, I'm going to the store. Hmm. Mm. What are you? Wait, you're going to the store. What are you guys doing? Anything today? Are you guys doing something tomorrow? Tomorrow's Labor Day. I, I'm releasing this tomorrow. Sorry, I'm just for context on the podcast. I think it, right? it's Labor Day. Um, I don't no, know. it's Memorial Day. Emery's all, is it Labor Day or is it more? I was like, no, it's Memorial Day. Wrong. It's tricky. I know. I I just remember um, Bradley, uh, Farmington High football coach when I was playing there. He was all like, yeah, it's Labor Day. We're going to labor on Labor Day, like during football season. That's the only reason why I ever remember it's Memorial Day now and then Labor Day in the in the fall. Fun fact. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It took me forever to get them straight, and I finally did. I don't even know how. I yeah. don't. I just had to. It, you didn't have it for fashion. Like you're not supposed to wear black after uh, Memorial Day. You're not supposed uh, to wear white after Labor Day. There's something to that. There's I don't know. far. There's I, far I, more I, months where you cannot wear white if that's the case. I'm too young for that fact. So mm, mm-hmm. that's, that's an old thought. Yeah. That's an older person thought. It's for the mm-hmm. boomers. <laughs> yeah, <that's> so, <laughs> What are you getting out of the uh, store? Got, oh my god, it's just the groceries, you know, the thing. All, all the fun. Not, not something we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, fair. I, I want to tell you, like, because I'm driving over here, and there is this. Um, this is gonna be fun for your podcast, but um, there's another cheese wagon in town, and these motherfuckers are so arrogant. They put stickers all over the back of their G wagon. I'm like. What do you guys do? What do you do that you have money that you would put stickers all over the back of your G wagon? You so you were just talking about how you're not that old, but you definitely are coming across of like the well, you wouldn't put a, a bumper sticker on a Lamborghini. That's exactly how you just came across. Fuck no, a Lamborghini. Well, the the age old adage for that is because of tattoos. Like you wouldn't put a bumper sticker on a Lamborghini. Like, why would you get a tattoo? It's on your body forever. Well, sure. That being said, Amory and I really were so... Oh, Amory, I did talk to somebody about getting... I don't know when you're going to be in Barberton next, but we can get a tattoo that's super cheap here. Not $125. No, I heard that New Mexico's... I'm appreciating on the tattoo artists and how much they need to make, but, like, wow. Yeah, some sometimes it's expensive. The one I have on my thigh is my most expensive. It's $250. Okay. There's a decent amount of ink and artwork, though. 
Also, like yeah. when they like when they tell you at the end, it's like, first off, I wish you would have told me before, but second off, like, all right, it's on me now. Like, I I don't know where we go from here. I guess I I guess I'll pay right. you. But what also, you it's do? like when oh, you yeah. do. Go ahead. Go ahead. When I, you do walk in. Okay. Sorry, you guys both thought I was saying go ahead. Amory, go ahead. Um, when you do like a walk in at a tattoo shop, they can charge you whatever. Like, True. It, their minimum, and then they can add to it if they want. Like, they have that control. Yeah, tattoos are just expensive in general. So worth like, it. Um, like, we walk in, and they're like, their minimum was 125 And I'm like, that is ridiculous for what we were getting. For mm. what we were getting, I'm like, no, because we were just getting, like, the 13.1, right? Like, we weren't doing anything, like, nothing. So, yeah. in that regard, I'm like, I just want to ask the artist, I'm like, hey, you want to step in the back, and I'll just give you some cash money? You don't have to draw this out. Yeah. I, everything they have to do the whole like what is it called? Um consultation. Like they you know, they print it in stencil. Oh stencil. Yeah. She's like they have to do all that. I'm like, okay, I get all that is like the, you know, all the things. And which like I like I don't know, they I I do get it to some extent where they're like, Well, if I'm gonna take away from my artist and like have to clean everything and like take the process, even a small tattoo is gonna take them at least twenty five minutes for setup and teardown. Mm-hmm. So it's like just I, I get them doing a minimum because of that, like so they don't have a ton of small tattoos all throughout the day, where like you know they all they got were like yeah. twenty bucks each time. It's like they yeah, they gotta awesome. they gotta make their minimum. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like there is somebody here that like for what she and I want, like forty dollars, and I'm like because again, if you're getting something big, creative, all the things, then yeah, sure. I I know those cost the money, yeah, right, like but. What we were getting, I was like, no, I just couldn't see doing it. No, I, I hear you. Um, well, I don't, I'm not going to interrupt anymore. Yeah, we, you only took up uh, five minutes. We're good. Good. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, fun. All right. All right, I'll talk to you later. Love you, bye. All right, love you, bye. Yeah, the uh, tattoo situation in Ogden, was that as big of a deal as she's making it (laughs) um well i was just like oh wait we don't have to do it no big deal um but i also knew like going in i because i don't know if new mexico is cheaper okay but in phoenix like i even have like celeste and i obviously all of them have like their own artists and like usually it's cheaper with that but still a minimum with him is like 80 to 100 Mm dollars so i already was going in with the mindset like yeah it's gonna probably be like a hundred dollars yeah like even when i've gone to like california and got like a flash sheet one that they Mm -hmm. already have it stenciled out explain a yeah explain a flash sheet it's just like the they just already have them all drawn out so you can choose off of the sheet and it's already drawn they don't have to do anything Except but you also, put it on your like stencil it on your arm. But you also don't get any choice of it either. Like, no. Like you like you can't like for you example. You don't change anything of it. Exactly. No modifications, right? Like yeah. I um I got a poker chip in Vegas um and it says sixty and everyone's like why sixty? I was like because that's what was on there. <laughs> like I don't you can't you can't make any modification. You can't be like oh can I get a five? They're like no. Like they'll just it's, flat out tell you no. <laughs> yeah, there's like some artists that will like mm, like do it, but it's very like few to none. It almost seems like rude to ask truthfully, which like yeah. everyone has that like a uh, thought process. Like wor- worst they could say is no. It's like, yeah, they're also like just trying to crank out as many tattoos as possible that day. Yeah. Um, but like even that flash tattoo and like, yeah, it was in California, but it was a hundred. So like I knew going in that was going to be 
expensive. Roughly a hundred dollars. Yeah. And like like I said, like uh walk in, they could say whatever they want. Yeah. Because you didn't have an appointment, like you didn't set it up, anything. Do you uh the guy who did my uh bicep tattoo, um, Jason Luster, uh if you're listening, shout out. I know he's listening, it's a worldwide audience, but the um <laughs> he he like gave me like a discount. Like this this was a hundred dollar tattoo. Like this and it's a lot of ink, but um yeah. he was telling me a story of like this dude came in one day um and his mom was gonna pay for this tattoo. He's like, it was a monstrous tattoo, it was huge. He was like, it was also stupid. He's like, I he's like it's as like a tattoo artist, you see a lot of stuff that you're like, okay, like this means something to someone, but also like, you know, if you're willing to pay for it, like, okay, like I'll do it. He's like, if people like want a dick on their chest he's like it's it is what it is he's like you know money for me yeah he's like he's like i'll you know whatever he's like and a lot of times what he tries to do in those situations is just charge a fuck ton if you want to do something stupid he's like it's a waste of my time but also like i don't exactly want people being like where'd you get that tattoo and he's like oh from fucking luster tattoos or whatever (laughs) like so i get that but i guess there's one dude mom was paying for it was asking for this massive piece that was going to take up his whole arm and he said something like outrageous um of like 10 grand like for him to do it i say outrageous that's probably not outrageous for a sleeve but like they're like okay like um like can you do it today and he's like wait what like they were just like yeah like we're we're down and he's like wait fucking okay like he's like i guess i'm doing a ten thousand dollar tattoo today that like isn't worth that but Ding. to your point, though, like, you can charge whatever the fuck you want to charge. Yeah. Like, no, it, I mean, it's their, it's their art, their control of it. But, yeah, no. Um, and then we just, like, didn't do it. And I wasn't upset. I was like, no, like, we'll just not do it. It's okay. Like, we can do it another time. Mm-hmm. But apparently, she's still holding on to it. Yeah. <laughs> so. like, apparently, it's a really big deal there. That's what I was going to ask you. What, like, what do you think is, like, your next tattoo? Or, like, do you, are you, like piecing stuff together anymore you just like ah like whenever i feel like having this one or or is it mostly flash tattoos for you now um yeah i know i do have i i was like i'm never gonna get a stupid tattoo like no flash (laughs) tattoos and then like you do your first one and it's like wait this is like fun and it's like not necessarily stupid because you can be like oh i got that on friday the 13th or oh i got that in california when i went with my friends or whatever like you can like it has memories to it um so they're actually pretty fun um so we're going to california so we'll probably do another flash there because that's just like what we do um but like tattoo like planned for like i would like the 13.1 since i ran a half marathon yeah yeah. um i feel like people forget (laughs) it was last week (laughs) yeah like if you didn't know yeah (laughs) Um, no one knows because you don't have social media i know because i'm not on social media (laughs) Otherwise, I'd be posting all the time that I had a thirteen point one. Not no, you, like wouldn't you though? If you did it, if if you were on social media, I'd post it. Yeah, yeah, like one post. But like even when I was on social media, I rarely posted. Yeah. Anywho, like I would like the thirteen point one, and then eventually I would love to have get some like aspen trees tattooed because it's my one of my favorite trees. Mm. You can tell it's an aspen by the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You know that quote? Like the trunk. I don't even oh. know where that's from. It's just, I've seen that video several times. He like, he just like, he's all, it's an aspen tree. You can tell it's an aspen by the way it is. It just like moves <laughs> on. <laughs> that's good. The, uh, 
I my next one planned at least without a flash tattoo because I, I agree with you to to anyone listening Amory and I are, are not like sentimental people with stuff um like stuff doesn't do it for me like ever I'm not like like materialistic yeah, yeah. and like our parents are different mom not as bad as dad dad like we were just talking to him today and like he just holds on to shit. Bro, you walk into his house and you're like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. Seriously. Like, like and, all, and and his wife, Jen, like they they're like she's just as bad. Like they, they just hold on to stuff. And then like and then they both which is so funny because if you hang out with them, they both like roll their eyes, they're like, oh, We have so much junk. You're like, get get rid of it, dude. Yeah, like it doesn't stress you guys out enough to like get rid of stuff. Like it and it's insane because like he like he says that but even like the the junk, like they like they have rags everywhere. They just like a, a a stack of rags will just be like somewhere in the house. You're like, why? Like you just leave shit everywhere. The kitchen's a, a nightmare. They just leave stuff laying around there too. It's like fuck, dude. Like it's so overwhelming. It's like there's two of you in the house. You only need like two towels. Yeah. <laughs> Do your laundry. Do your laundry. <laughs> the uh, but to that point though, like neither you or I are like sentimental people, so you know, to have that like, oh yeah, like I got this tattoo then. It's like, it's nice to like carry it with you without like having stuff to it. Yeah. Cause like, do you have like any of your memorabilia from like going to like Disneyland or anything? No. Like I don't have any, and like granted, I don't think children should be getting tattoos. Don't get me wrong, but it's like. Get yatted. Yeah, dude. Yatted five. Year five. Old. <laughs> but the, uh, but like, that's the thing though, is like I, I, all the, all that stuff is trinkets. Like it's bullshit. And like I guarantee, like the keychain that I got from fucking Disneyland, that was like a hundred or a twenty-five dollar keychain at the time. Somewhere else, like it, it's not with me, you know. What no. I mean? And that, like, to make it was probably fifty cents. I don't know. I I, I hear you on like the flash tattoo um, argument of that. No, and literally, like my first flash tattoo was a Friday the Thirteenth tattoo, which is like just a discounted tattoo. Not $13 anymore, but um, it's a shark. And I get the most compliments on that tattoo. Hmm. And I was like, that was one random. Yeah. Like, I has not, like, it doesn't really have meaning, you know, mm-hmm. other than the memory behind it. But yeah, the most compliments. And I'm like, thanks. That's the, that's the funniest thing is like, I, I was under the same like impression growing up. It's like, no, I would never get a meaningless tattoo. I would never, never do that. And then like. I've been telling a lot of people, I'm like, I'm super into meaningless tattoos right now. No, literally. <laughs> like, I'm super I'm... into it. Like... But like, okay, later when I'm old and gray, I could be like, oh yeah, this is my first Friday the 13th tattoo. Yeah. And yeah. You know? on, your, on your wrinkly skin, your like jaws is just fucking wrinkly up there on your bicep. <laughs> that, uh, I think my, yeah, my next planned one is still meaningless. I just want an ankle band. Um. And like I, I think there's other pieces that I want. I, I'm gonna put like a rose on that one. Um, no, like real significance. Like if I want to say significance, it could be that was Nana's favorite um, flower. But yeah. I don't really have like any significance to that one. I'm worried about having it on the shin. Why? Because it's so, gonna hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it's like thirty minutes of pain. You know. I, I no think the, pain, the, no gain. Yeah, the I think the ankle band is gonna be a lot longer. I think it's gonna be like a two-hour tattoo. Like it's You'll gonna be, be okay. all the way around it. Yeah. I like, and I also don't know about like 
below the calf like that like achilles area like if that's gonna hurt um a little bit because like my tree kind of touched on it and so yeah it hurt a little bit but i was like i'm like but like, I'm very look, excited to do it, but like looking back at it, I'm like, dude, I don't really remember how it felt. Like, yeah, it wasn't comfortable, but every one of the tattoos I've gotten, like, they fucking hurt. Like each time, I'm just like, I'm such a sissy when yeah, it comes literally. to pain. Okay, my point being is that like I, I know going into it, I'm gonna be like, fuck, I like this is gonna suck. But then like after, I love all my tattoos. Yeah, no, it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you're like you want to plan? Is there anything that you're like, mm, this is like what I want to do? For a tattoo? Mm-hmm. Turn your head in aspen tree. Okay. Aspen trees. Anything other like, than... And the 13.1, but that's it. Like, do you know where? For the aspen trees? Mm-hmm. Either. Um, like on my arm where all my other tattoos are. Mm. And then 13.1 on my foot, but that's it. Yeah. Because I ran it, so it's like, it's got to be on my feet. Mm. I definitely... Taylor Lewan, uh, he used to play uh, football for Tennessee Titans. He has a stick figure on his right hand. It's like right outside like the palm. And I'm like, I, I'd like to do that too, but I would like to be a little bit further in my career before I do that. <laughs> like have Dude. a little stick figure and call it your right hand man. <laughs> what were you going to say? You, I cut you off. Oh no, you're good. I think I cut you off. Um, hand tattoos are like literally the coolest thing. Like I always was like, I'm not going to get, um, tattoos that I can't cover up, but like seeing hand tattoos, I'm like, dude, they just look so cool. Mm. And I have one now. Yeah, you do. Like, well, it's a smiley face, but it's like, <laughs> bro, I get could compliments you on no, that I know, but all could the you, time. Could you imagine though? You're like, you're like, when I think of hand tattoos, I think of shit like where it's like thug life, like across okay. the knuckles and shit. Like, like I'm just saying, it's funny because you're like, I have a hand tattoo. It's like, it's a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're super hardcore. <laughs> like, no, edgy, edgy, as Brian Dawes would say. Yeah, shout out. We know you're listening. Um, no, like I get the most compliments on it, like. My five-year-olds are like, that's so cute. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I'm the cool teacher. <laughs> it, it is weird, though, because, like, I I don't foresee myself for a while putting another tattoo, like, on my arms or, like, just anywhere visible. Like, I think the leg is, like, going to have its day in the sun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just keep adding to the leg. Um, especially professionally, which is nice. Like, if I go play golf, everyone finds out that I have tattoos. But other than that, it's like. People in the office don't realize it, which is funny because, like, the bicep one's not, like, hidden. Yeah. It's, like, I mean, tucked a lot of time. But yeah, it's also not, like, out there in the yeah. open. It is, like, interesting to find, like, when people, our general manager at Admiral did not realize that I had um, tattoos. Like, one day I was, like, standing in his doorway and I just, like, had my, like, arm up because, like, my hand was, like, posted on the doorway. Sorry, that was a gross part. But, um, and he was, like, I didn't know you had ink. And I was, like, oh, yeah. And then... My boss was like, he's like, dude, he has fucking tattoos everywhere. I was like, well, not everywhere, but, and I showed him my leg and he was like, oh shit. But that's like, I like that a lot more. I like having, having it like hidden, truthfully. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I say, I say that and then I was like, I have to buy shorter shorts so you can see my thigh tattoo. (laughs) Spicy. Spicy. I, um, I don't know what else, like. Other than the ankle band, other than like just other meaningless, I want to do like a sleeve, but I also just like kind of want to make it like patchy everywhere. Dude, honestly, like I wanted to have an arm sleeve, but like how I have it now, like I kind of dig it. Yeah. Like the randomness, like, but it like goes together randomness. 
Yeah. What do you like? What do you mean by that? Like it just like how it flows on your own? Yeah. Like I, I don't think it looks bad that mm. the pieces aren't like all together. Well, dad this morning disagreed. <laughs> Did he say that? No, because he was like, he's like, your, your arm looks like a goddamn magazine. Like he said that. Yeah, you. you were like you sound I? like you just you were like you uh you sound like your mom uh. when he was like oh you clearly didn't wash your hands this morning you're like that's a tattoo <laughs> like the smiley oh, face. Oh, he's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> were you prepared for that? Um, no, but I also like didn't phase me. No, I I didn't mean that. I'm just oh. saying like when you even got it, did you go uh? You're like, ah, oh, mom and dad are going to say something about this. Definitely, like, I thought mom, because mom was always like, "Get, make sure you can cover it. Make sure you can cover it. So yeah. I thought mom would be sent, like, oh, my gosh. But, like, also, it's not, like, my first random tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking more of, like, the placement, even. Like, a hand tattoo is, is quite the move. That's why I thought mom would say something, but really, she, she was just like, of course you did. Yeah. But She's, yeah. Mom is, like, is oddly old school. Even though right now she was like, oh, like, I'm not that old. It's like, yeah, but sometimes you act 60. Like, but then you... she's all, why would you put a sticker? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm a friend. Like, she she did that when we were down at State. And, like, there was, like, those, ran- like, I don't know if you ever saw those. But there was, like, random Lamborghinis on campus. You're like, why the fuck are there even a Lamborghini here? And it's, like, foreign students that got so much money that covered school and they're like, well, I might as well buy a car. <laughs> like, yeah. And uh, there was one that was like either bright green or camo. And mom was like, why would you do that to that car? I'm like, here's the thing. When you get a Lambo, you get to do whatever the fuck you want <laughs> to that Lambo. Like, that's their fucking choice at that point. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit what they want to do? They can afford it. Honestly. No. We're just jealous. I am and I'm not. I would like to drive one. I don't think I would want to own, own one. I don't. Yeah, I don't want one of those, but I would love a nicer car than what I have now. Yeah. What do you want? Ugh, a Bronco. Mm. They're beautiful. They're cool cars. I don't... It's either the original or the Sport. I like one. I don't like the other. I think it's the Sport that I don't like. It's like too compact. Mm. I think you're like... I say the original. Um, I don't mean like the OG, OG Bronco, but like the Bronco that's not the Sport version. I like that one. I think is what I like. I don't know which one's which. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll see it out on town and I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. I want a VW bus still. That's like the only like vehicle that I'd be like, yeah, I, I want that vehicle. Otherwise, like I don't have any desire to get one. I know that I probably need one for functionality, but yeah, I just don't fucking want one. I also don't want a car payment. I don't want a car payment at all, but Larry and I have gone through some shit in the past year and I need him to get his life together. <laughs> Larry being your uh, Jeep. Like Jeep Patriot. Jeep. Not like a Jeep Jeep, y'all. It's Jeep Patriot, okay? Mm-hmm. We're not rock climbing or anything. You're <laughs> like, I may rock climb. Larry's not rock climbing. <laughs> Larry can't handle that. Larry can't handle that life. That was when you... It was right outside of high school, right? Like your freshman year of college. You got that one? Yeah. After my first semester, remember? Yeah. We're not allowed to have a car the first semester in college. Honestly, I kind of loved that first semester. I was like, I just, I didn't have a car. It's like, all right. Like I, I enjoyed being on campus. Like, yeah, it was nice not have that responsibility. Yeah. Makes you really appreciate it and like grateful Yeah. for like then getting a car. That was before I even did anything with Uber or anything. So it's like, yeah, like you just, you made friends who could drive you places and you would just fucking 
have like or figure it out that way. Yeah. That was a that first semester though was fucking rough for me. I don't know about you, like for you. Oh. Oh yeah, like your roommate <laughs> situation. That like. But like nothing else. Like I don't know. It was just, it's like tough being out like by yourself for the first time, and you're not like, you're not like independent. Like you still like have to you know be uh dependent on like mom and dad. But that first semester sucked ass. But not having to worry about a car though. That really helped. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what was it that you wanted to do immediately when you went to school? What do you mean? Like your degree? Oh, I was gonna. I was going for psychology, and then like after, um, I'm, I I'm so, I was like ahead in college courses. So then when I went to school, I was already in stats, and like a psych three hundred level course, Jeez. and both of those I was like I hate my life yeah like i dropped stats because i was like i'm not gonna pass this mm-hmm. and then like i passed the psychology thing goodness but i was like by november i was like yeah i'm changing my degree didn't you also like with your scholarship you had to have like a 3.0 or like a 3.5 3.5 yeah what'd you graduate with above 3.5 i don't know like, i don't keep that memorized no but you had to have like kind of known what your cumulative gpa was again i don't remember so you think it was three point something Mm-hmm. well got, yeah it was definitely above 3.0 i think i barely graduated above a 2.5 yeah no that's stressful i was just like i fucking i like in college i just hated it like i hated classes when i was in hrtm it was much more enjoyable but even then i was just like all right whatever i gotta do to pass like i just was like i'm not i don't know which was funny because i remember being in like the kitchen and being in classes there for hotel restaurant tourism management and just like seeing other kids like work ethic, a lot of them didn't fucking have it. So like the kids were like, oh yeah, I interviewed for this. And like, you need to prepare for these interviews. It's like, do you have any fucking people skills? Cause like, no matter what, like I, I, I interview really well. I always have. But the thing is, is yes, you should you prepare for those questions and know what they're going to ask? Sure. But if you don't have any fucking people skills, even if they give you a question that stumps you, you can at least like talk your way through it or give like a genuine answer of what's going on. Yeah. These kids would be like, Oh, I'm going to do this. And this is like X amount of whatever. And it's like, then you'd see them in real life, like functioning, seeing people work like, um, with like hotel type stuff. And like, they're like, Oh, like, well, this is how I would deal with this unruly customer. It's like, you don't know till you're there. Like literally, like you have to fucking deal with customers as they come. Like, we get the opportunity to sit down, look at the situation, and talk about it. In that situation, that employee did not get to do that. Like, there's so... And then, like, I, I saw kids freak out in the kitchen. Like, absolute panic. And, like, not communicate with anyone. They're like, I just wanted to fix it. It's like, it's on fire. <laughs> like, what do you mean you wanted to fix it? It's burnt. Like, yeah. you need help at this point. It's like, that was the other thing is people didn't know how to, like, reach out, need help. It's like, you were good at schoolwork, but you weren't good outside of the classroom. But I also think that comes down to, like, growing up, like, teachers and everybody. Like, they don't – like, asking for help was never, like, a positive thing. No. It, it was, has a negative – even right now, like, I thought of that. It's like, oh, if you, oh, you need help? Like, do you do you need help? It, like, has that negative connotation. Yeah, it's like it, – yeah, it's not a positive thing. It's not like, yeah, I'm going to help you. It's like, figure it out and stuff. Yeah, and, like, I, I get, like, there should be a balance of that. But also, like, then that's why – we try to fix things and then it's a fail. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It was weird to watch some kids 
not know how to talk or like we would have like career fairs and I would just like, I would talk to whoever was there and sometimes I was just bullshit with them. I was not even talking about the job or whatever. And I had multiple like times where they're like, Oh, like we could, we could use your personality or whatever. And like the thing was, is like, we would like kids would go up and be like, well, so like, what's like the starting salary? Like, what do you, what are your expectations? Like, um, can you tell me a little bit more about the benefits? It's like, you haven't even done the job. Like you don't even know what you're going to be doing. Like, I wouldn't start with all those details until you've been offered the job. No, yeah, I totally agree. It's like asking more about like the job itself and showing that you're interested and caring about it mm-hmm. than asking like the salary benefits, like the stuff that's going to benefit you. Yeah. And it, it, it's just funny because like, and there, there's like an art to it too. Cause like some kids, you know, they, they were so good at like interview questions and like talking about their skills or whatever. But then, like, they would do stuff where they wouldn't brag about something or, like, they would in their resume, they're like, yeah, like, I took that out because, like, too flashy. It's like, what do you mean too flashy? Like, that's the time to, like, say I'm your best candidate. Like, mm-hmm. this is why. And, like, I, this is a, this is a freebie for anyone out there. I, I never, like, try, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not trying to give interview advice. But the one that always uh, cracks me up is when they go, why should we hire you for this position? Because it's typically at the end of the interview. And I like always, I'm like, I don't know why you wouldn't like, I, like after all I just said, I don't know why you wouldn't hire me. And like, it's cocky, but I've gotten a lot of attention from that. <laughs> it's like, it sounds so arrogant and it's so whatever, but it's also like, dude, I'm, I'm your best candidate. Like it's, it's the best way of saying that or being like, I'm the right fit for the job. It's like, I don't know why you wouldn't. I'd like hate that question. Cause if they asked me that, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I don't know. <laughs> no, you'd be right by not hiring me. <laughs> I'm like, that's a great question. No. Mm. And I, like back to like the whole college thing. Like I, like I enjoy school and I enjoy like, le- like learning and pushing myself and all of that. But I definitely think college is just bullshitting your way through. Like you oh, got to just 100%. figure it out. And, like, you're not, like, in that moment, like, when you're at that age, you're not truly, like, wanting to learn every little thing. Like, yeah. you're just trying to get through. Yeah. Like, my, me now, I'm, like, I would definitely go back to college because I genuinely want to learn the information mm-hmm. rather than just, like, get that A+. plus. Yeah. I, I agree with you on the aspect of, like, yeah, like, the, you have 100 pages of, like, a chapter you have to read in the next week. It's, like... You really are trying to find the nuggets. Like you might read the entire thing, but you might focus on very few things. You're like, oh yeah, you definitely I, don't read the whole thing. No, yeah, it was like I always remember that in high school, and they're like, oh yeah, the only homework tonight is uh, read this chapter. It's like cool, no, like no homework tonight. <laughs> like I didn't have to fucking read this. Like no, and I don't know. Like that's but that's the thing that was like I, I remember like kids wouldn't even know how to like bullshit properly, and like. People that I work with don't know how to bullshit properly. And it, and it, sound, it sounds like it's bullshit, but it's like, um, for example, and like I have a, natu- I have a natural um, gift of talking to managers and like calming them down. And it sucks. It's like my least favorite part of the job, but I'm good at it. So like I have to do it. The, um, and it's always awkward. And it's like you're the punching bag like whenever it happens. But, like, something will happen where a manager, I get a call from a sales rep, and they're like, yo, this manager fucking hates me, wants me to credit all this. They're not willing to listen to me. It's like, fuck, okay. So I go in, and I'm like, like, hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm Tierney with Red Bull. 
um, do you, do you mind like telling me like what, like just what's kind of going on in your store? And usually it kind it's a very rude and sometimes short, sometimes it's long winded, but it's like, this is bullshit and you have too much shit in here and all this. And I'm like, do you, do you mind like telling me what it, what is too much? And like a lot of times like that pisses them off more right away. But I'm like, I'm trying to understand so I can better uh, relay this information to my sales rep. And then they're like, well, you have too much on display and then you have 25 cases in the back. Like, okay. So what you're saying is that you already gave us space and we're warehousing your back room. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's frustrating. Like you need space to function. And a lot of times they're like, oh, like I'm like, I'm it, and all it is is just active listening. That's all it is. It's just take the information you've given me relay it back to you. So, you know, I'm listening to you like, okay, like I understand that, but you're not like, and then I'm like, you're not opposed to having back stock though. Right. Like you, like you, you know, you need a little bit. And, and usually they're like, yeah, like I, like I get it. You need a little bit to function. I'm like, I, I'm like, and I usually am like 25 cases is a lot. Like I'm not telling you it's not. And they're like, yeah, it, it is a lot. I'm like, okay. So back stock really isn't the problem. You just, you just want to make sure it's tidy, taken care of and, and your space is respected. And they're always like, yeah, that's exactly what I need. Like, okay, like we can definitely work on that. And like usually by the end of the conversation, like I either get another display or I get to keep the cases in the store or whatever. But then I tell the sales rep, I'm like, because a lot of times like the sales rep are like, no, you need the product. Or like they like freak out. It's like, just fucking listen to what they're saying. It's a yeah. partnership. Like that's what it is. And kids, kids didn't do that like in HRTM. But like also like fucking employees don't do that. There's no problem solving. No. Oh, that's another. That's another crackle of the can. Mm. Truly, vodka seltzer. If you weren't, yeah. This if, is our ad break. So, <laughs> insert ad here. The uh, if you weren't teaching, like, what would you want to do? Um, I don't know, like, because I've thought about that. I feel like any job you're in, you're like, oh, like I, like you have those moments where like I hate my job, like I need something else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've had those moments, but it's like the things that I've thought about and that I enjoy, I'm like, if I go do that, like it's one, am I going to have a fulfillment out of that? Like, am I changing any lives? Like, am I doing anything different? Mm. And I'm like, the answer is always like, no, like I've considered like journalism, like, um, becoming an editor or something. And it's like, really, what am I doing? Like, if I did that, I'd be like, this could last me a couple months. And then I'd be like, what, like, this isn't benefiting anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, so, the first thing that you would look at is trying to um, better better your surroundings, like people around you and benefit lives. Yeah, like I don't want to just do an, a job that's not going to like help anything, I, if, if that makes sense. You don't have like any desire to be like in healthcare or anything like that? Oh my goodness, no. I like looked at different jobs because I was like, I need to make more money. Um, I went through that whole phase mm-hmm. and then I was like, Amory, like you would like get grossed out. I would freak out. Like, no. Uh-uh. So like nothing like EMT or anything like that. Oh, like, I could not. Yeah. Even though like when my kid passed out at school, I handled the situation well, but I don't think I could do that every day. Yeah. It's too much. It's a lot to, lot to take on. Oh yeah. That's what, that's the, dude, that's the one thing that like, um, I, like I, I've, I think I said this to someone recently, like. I think I could be in a relationship with someone who works in the medical field strictly off of like growing up and mom, like being on call or being like that. It's like, you understand it. Yeah. You understand. And like, you understand like, you know, 
there was some, like you and I both know there's sometimes where mom days after was not okay. Yeah. It's like there's I mean and to no blame to her. It's just she's human and she just saw something incredibly tragic. And it's gonna sit with her for a couple days. It's like I other people don't get that and they don't mm-hmm. understand what that's like, you know. I think I could be with someone that's like in the medical field. I don't think but in the same boat, I there's no way I could be in the medical field. Yeah, no, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. Any other thing like um beneficial to like someone else though like um if you're like this sounds weird i didn't i haven't thought of this in a long time but have you thought of the peace corps um no like i've like i've thought about like um doing like um what's that that similar work like that where like you go over into other countries and um frick what's that called no idea uh like you hear it a lot in like churches like like missionary work yeah, 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 yeah yeah Um, like that would be so cool and so like beneficial and like you're helping other people and everything. But, um, again, like that's a lot of just like getting funding from elsewhere and you're not getting, it's hard to have a, um, like living off of that. Yeah. I think like that's the wild part though, is you, you talk to those people that have done that or like, you know, do missionary work or whatever. And like a lot of times they're like, they don't even really think about money anymore because they, they see like the lives other people have elsewhere. And they're just like, yeah, man, like I, I have it pretty solid. Yeah. It was, it was always funny to watch people come back from like mission trips and they're like, no, like we were there to help them, but I think they changed me. It's like, it's true, but that's always the same like rhetoric, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I think like definitely I would love to do some missionary work because I think like, I feel like everybody, everybody should do it. Because we have, like, again, you, like, we have it so easy here, mm-hmm. and you don't realize it until you go and see how other people have it. Yeah. But also see, like, how joyful people are. Like, yeah, like with nothing. Yeah. They have nothing, but they are so happy and content. And, like, we have so much, and we are so miserable. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is really gonna, like, that happiness come from? I don't know if you ever did, um, any form of like community service in um in college or like in new mexico state but when we were doing community service for lambda chi our philanthropy was feeding america so we did a lot of can collecting like a lot of can collecting um and it was wild because like if we ever posted up outside of walmart we would get a lot of cans like people just come in buy like you know five cans of corn or whatever and donate it like just to us after um and then if we were in like, board, I don't want to say poverty, but like if we were in like the lower income neighborhoods, people would be like, what are you donating to? And we're like, oh, uh, Casa de Pedagrinos, like they're um, the food shelter, whatever uh, in town. They're like, okay, like, well, like, and they would come back with like two grocery bags of like cans that they have. And they'd be like, I, I don't know if it's enough. And I'm like, it's plenty. Like, thank you. Like, you know, they're going to be very appreciative of this. And then you go into like the wealthier neighborhoods and they would have like the, the, uh, gated door and then their front door. And they'd come like, we'd go up and be like, Hey, you know, we're just can collecting for, um, feeding America. Like we didn't know if you'd have anything to donate today. Nine times out of 10, they'd go, no, I don't have anything. And then like shut the door. Yeah. It was the low income neighborhoods that were like way more willing to give. Because their understanding of it. Very. And like, I see that very much so too of like. If you were in, you know, Africa or if you were doing a mission trip elsewhere, 
I'm assuming it's the same thing. They're like, oh, like, like, oh, all the only thing I have to my name is these two apples. It's like, oh, you need an apple? Like, here you go. It's like, dude, you only, that's all you have. They're like, yeah, but this person needs it. Yeah. Like, that's like their, like, mentality, like, their attitude. Yeah. And I agree with that, like, wholeheartedly. It's, it's wild to, like, see that type of appreciation in people. It's so interesting. I think, I don't know, it's really cool. It's a lot of elaboration on the topic. Like, it is really cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm stumped. I don't know. <laughs> uh, anything else that you want to talk about before we get off the pod? Get off the pot? Oh, or, or pod. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I did tell Tierney that we were, I was like, are you excited to do the potty? And Tierney was like, uh, or yeah, or what did, there was something else to that that I was like, I don't think you should ever say it like that again. <laughs> you don't want, you don't want to be on the potty. And I was like, that's not, that's, that doesn't sound the way you think it sounds. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah. If you don't have anything else, let's. We'll close out with that. We'll close out with that. Welcome to the potty. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, uh, you taught me the song. Potty, potty. P-O-T-T-Y. Potty, potty. All the time. It's a, when I was at camp, We it was party. But it was P-A-R-T-Y. Party, party. All the time. And then you go, like, where is the party? The party's with, and you'd say, like, someone else in the room. Like, party's with Jack. And then, like, Jack would, like, do, like, a funky dance move. And he would start it off. Like, he would do, like, a whatever dance move. And he'd be like, P-A-R-T-Y. And as he's doing that dance move, you see what he's doing. And then everyone replicates it. It goes, party, party, all the time. And, like, you just keep passing it to other people. But we'd go to the bathroom with, like, the campers. And, like, we're like, all right, we're going to the, like, bathroom. And then someone would be like, P-O-T-T-Y. And, like, like, all the counselors would be like, party, party, all the time. It's fucking dumb. So that's the <laughs> like, jingle for escaping tyranny is P O D D Y potty potty <laughs> all the time. Definitely not. We're not gonna make that a regular thing. Then we will close it with a radio jingle, just like we started. No, we're not doing that either. <laughs> this is the sign off. I fucking it's weird because I do it every time and I I remember as I'm like doing it, but I forget it right beforehand. Um, but the sign off is uh. Remember to mix in a water, don't drink and drive, go down to your partner, and you're at the spot. Cheers. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway, I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm gonna write a book, and I don't care if you read it. I'm gonna make a movie, I don't care if you watch it. I'm gonna wave anyway.